Hey everyone, welcome once again to another episode from Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. As you know, I broadcast a live Elvis show on YouTube every Sunday. Each week we discuss a different Elvis-related topic. This week I asked my viewers to choose which song from Elvis's Christmas album from 1957 was their favourite. I also shortlisted four tracks for them to vote on and you'll hear the result of that poll at the end of this podcast. So sit back, relax, and listen to the opinions of the callers to the show. Hi, Brent. Hey, Steve. How you doing? So, uh, the, the subject, what do you think? The best-selling Christmas album of all time. Well, well, Steve, this is I, I, I really look at it in two contextual um, aspects. First one, um, of course, Blue Christmas is the, the single that everyone around the world is going to resonate with the most. No doubt about it. There's just no... Um, but I think in an album context, Santa Claus is Back in Town sets this tone being the first track from the beginning um, harmonies and then into this kind of rough kind of crass, but yet beautiful kind of intro. It really kind of shows at the time it came out that this is a whole new kind of Christmas song that's coming out. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody did anything like that. So, yes, Blue Christmas in the radio context and in the single context, but as an album, there is no better way to start off an album than with that song. And this this was one that they had to write at short notice because they realised they were short and they went away into another control room and wrote it in an hour or so, I believe. Yeah, which is sometimes that's the best way it works. Yeah. I don't know how, but uh, there's something about the... You know, even when sometimes when you're producing content, the best result you ever get is when a bullet's, you know, you know, you have a bullet pressed, you know, coming your way. And and you have to kind of be resourceful really quick. And uh, and what we just got from that is just totally iconic, legendary. It is um, not going anywhere anytime. It will outlive all of us. Uh, It will. It will just definitely. It is a gem for future generations. And uh, but it's a very thought-provoking um, um, poll that you have there because I think some people are just going to look at their favorite song, and I just I can't always just do that, Steve. I have to sometimes look at multi-context <laughs> and, and see it that way. So that's where I weigh in on um, the song versus the what's the best in relation to the album. Now, um, we also know that... Uh, is it true, do you believe, that Elvis didn't really want Blue Christmas released so he asked millie to do a funny vocal so it's they'd say no we can't release that it's true but you know what i think and i i said this to leon a few weeks ago we really need to get an elvis snopes.com site for those of you who don't know what snopes is it is um a site that lends um truth to any kind of theory that's out there and it, it backs it up with evidence. So, if, you know, because with Elvis, the hearsay versus the ironclad evidence, there's a lot of murky water in between there. Mm, yeah, I agree. Imagine, though, imagine an album without Blue Christmas on it, though. I would have missed it, you know. No, I, I well, first of all, I think doing that is like saying I am going to design a human body without a heart. Yeah. Just it's not. It's going to be like a Frankenstein's monster. Just kind of as great as the other tracks are. Blue Christmas is that mercurial X factor kind of thing that just gives it its lifeblood and resonates. Because I think that's what most people resonate with. Mm 
off of that album, and no matter how great we love all the songs, that is the cornerstone identifier. And it's a big one for the duets, isn't it? They're, they're always using different people to sing duet with Elvis on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I would do that. And uh, I also want to finish with saying uh, that thank you for doing this on Saturday. I know a lot of people are, you know, doing things, being with family, yeah, you know, yeah. their celebrations are start. So the fact that you're doing this today, this just make Christmas a, a little more special. Thank you very, very much, Brent. And I, I want to finish by saying you have a very, very Merry Christmas to you and your loved ones. All right. <laughs> All right. Take care, pal. Bye-bye. Hello, Dylan. Hello. How are you uh, today, young man? I'm good. Well, first of all, yes. I want to say I think you have the premier Elvis channel over. Thank you. First of all. Thank you very much. Because the reason is you've got a community. You've created a community that a lot of people v- vow for these days. And you are responsible for a lot of that. So on behalf of everyone, I just want to say thank you, first of all. That's very, very kind. Thank you. I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, I often say that it's it's you, the community, that makes this channel, and I'm going to stand by that. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, the the kingdom is only as good as its ruler, oh, as Brent once said. Goodness me. <laughs> right, this, this album, I, I'm intrigued yep. to know what you're going to pick out of. I mean, you can pick uh, another song that's not on the poll, you know. Yeah, well... I agree with everything that Brent just said, mm-hmm. basically. Santa Claus is back in town. Right. It's the best way to open an album. Mm-hmm. It sets the tone, as Brent said. It's lovely the way it opens, that the Jordan is just repeating the word Christmas, yeah. Christmas, and the plinking of the piano, and then the drums come in, and then Elvis just lets loose. Yeah, and what's very interesting, and again, I'm going to get geeky on everybody, so if you want to tune out, please do. <laughs> It's, it's very interesting how DJ doesn't swing the beat. It's, it sounds swung, but it's straight. And that's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to give an impression of something. Yeah. But DJ, D, DJ and Ronnie are the two greatest swingers ever. Elvis had both of them as drummers. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, but like, if you, if you hear it, Elvis is swinging right along with DJ too. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're both like in in tandem, I think, is the phrase, I mm-hmm. think, mm-hmm. with each other. As I said to Brent earlier on, you know, the fact that they had to, Lieber and Stoller had to write it under pressure in a few hours or maybe even an hour or so, makes it even more remarkable. I mean, it just shows how good of a songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. The pair was. And let's not forget the great piano solo by Dudley Brooks as well. That piano and that, like, the drums and the piano and Elvis' vocal is yeah. what really makes that song. Could really be an underrated Elvis song, couldn't it? Yeah. I mean, I've also got a vow for White Christmas as well. Uh-huh. Just because it's very, it's very different to what Bing Crosby did. Very, very different. Well, well, I don't want to say it's more upbeat because Bing's was kind of upbeat, but like the whole arrangement of, of it was upbeat. Mm. So, yeah, I'm going to vouch for Santa Claus back in town. Right. Okay. Right. Merry Christmas, mate. And I'll speak uh, to you Christmas. in the new year. All right. Have a good one. Uh, yeah. Same to you. Bye. Right, bye. Bye-bye. If you can hear me, Priscilla, I will take you off mute. Hello, Priscilla. 
I sure can, Steve. Hey, now Priscilla was over in the Arches in London last week at the Elvis exhibition, direct from Graceland, weren't you? I most certainly was, and it was brilliant. (laughs) Christmas came early for you, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. I mean, from the minute we walked inside the door, it was spot on. Yeah. Um, The staff were lovely. Now... Obviously, we were there. It was, it was the only wet day we had while we were in London, and um, and it was really wet the same morning. But I didn't know how long it was going to take us to get there, so I wanted to be there on time. Mm. And our uh, entry time was 10 a.m. Right. Uh, I think we were there at 5 to 9. <laughs> <laughs> and it was pouring rain, because obviously I thought it would be heavier in rush hour traffic. But anyway, uh, so I was I was eager. You could probably go inside and sit in the... There was like a little cafeteria area in there, wasn't there? It, the doors didn't open till 10, Steve. Oh, oh right, right. <laughs> so um, we, we went and sat in, in would you believe, in um, one of the access alleys into um, the tube station. But anyway, it was fine. We had a coffee and we sat and chatted. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, just walking in, seeing the gold phone and um, the, the first little exhibit was the gold phone from his desk. That's right. Um, the razor, his the comb, the bottle of Bruce. Um, it was brilliant. Did you listen to the, the audio, uh, the headphone guy? I, I did, yeah. Did you I find did. that you uh, couldn't to... hear it clearly sometimes because of the music? What you had actually said did resonate with me, mm. that even at full volume, the the background music or the music from the other sections of the exhibit did invade it. Um, and I, 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 I actually I thought of you so many times during it because I went, I'm going to have to wait now till that stops and do this yeah, again. Yeah. Do you know, to try and... It, now, that, if that's the only gripe we have with the day. I did spot a little error in one of the exhibits, though, Steve. Go on, I'm all ears. So in uh, the exhibit where uh, in relation to his army time and his little trip to Paris um, on one of his 13 day leaves, um, they have a picture of a check where he paid the hotel. Yeah. But they have a little information card above it saying, you know, this is a check that Elvis wrote for a thousand dollars for a hotel stay in. But the check was for one thousand nine hundred dollars. Oh, right. Well spotted, well spotted, yeah. So, um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, that's a life. Some of the documents and things like that were actually, they were copies. They weren't originals because they and were they just were. too and pristine. Were, yeah. So, yeah. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't enjoy looking at them all day long, though, Oh, yeah, Steve. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get you get the idea of, uh, of, of the document anyway, even if it's not genuine, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Providing the stuff like the cars and the clothes and the jumpsuits and all those sort of things were, were genuine, that's the main thing. Um, and I, I do think they were, Steve. Oh, yeah. I actually do yes. think they were. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know what I found very interesting? Seeing uh, the saddle and his riding chaps. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't recall seeing them when I was in Graceland at all. Hmm. I don't recall missing them or, you know, and um, I, I wanted to take so much time with um, everything because I, I I do feel that I missed so much. You know, you you just get caught up at the moment. Anyway, I thought it was very well put together. I thought that um, I thought that uh, the staff there were, were all quite young uh, staff members that we had. Yeah, they were. And they were very enthusiastic and um you know very willing and moving around and chatting and 
Um, I had joked when I came in because I was trying to bring up the ticket on my phone and the young lady that I was dealing with said, you know, if you want to give me your name. So I gave her my surname and she said your first name. And then I said it and she went, ha! Ah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, I think I, I think we, we uh, I don't know about yourself, but we spent at least two and a half hours in there. Uh, Steve, I, I think we were three and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's easily done because there's so much to see. Yeah, and now remember, I had Kevin and Sophie with me. Uh-huh. Okay. So I know they say they're not Elvis fans, but they have no choice. But And to some degree, like I said to Kevin, what would you give this? He said uh, nine out of ten. And mm. I said, why? And why would you take the point off? He said, because it was raining and we had to stand outside. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, I told you uh, after I went in November that my wife, even my wife, I mean, she's not a big Elvis fan, but she said she thought it was really, really good and really, really well done. So, you yes. know, that's, that's coming from somebody who isn't really a big Elvis fan. And you know what I loved? I, I, if if any of the UK fans can get there, I'd say do it, lads. It's really, it's, it's, it's hard to quantify or um, express how... Um, the feelings that come along with looking at these things because we've spent so long, you know, um, having never really lived in his entertaining uh, time, um, wanting to know more, to see more, to be a part of that. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. to experience that. And I think this has come very close to it. But um, I also loved the freeness of the exhibit. Mm. Yeah, you could you you could go forwards, backwards, sideways. If you wanted to go back and see something, you could. There was no sort of one that's way. Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't like IKEA. IKEA, you go in and you have to go all the way around one way, yeah, and you yeah, can't go back. Yeah, it wasn't like that constant <laughs> cattle shuttle. Do you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. The other thing I, I thought was was quite is is you had mentioned as well. So we had pretty much there was maybe ten or twelve of us in there at the start. Yeah. And by the time I was leaving, there was significantly more. But I did speak to one of those staff members and she mentioned to me that their closed day it was to be the 25th, but that she believed. And then she looked at me and she went, it will. There's no doubt it's mm. going to be extended. Yeah. That the first couple of months, it was chock-a-block day in, day out. She said it had quietened a bit now, in recent weeks, just because, I suppose, Christmas and people are saving their pennies for some day or whatever the case might be. When is it supposed to finish? Originally, the finish date was the 25th of February. Okay, and they think it's going to go a little bit further than that, yeah? She said, "She said, ah, I think they're going to extend it. And then she looked at me and she went, they are going to extend it. Yeah, 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 fair enough. And they're fully booked for early January around the birthday. Right, so yeah, so if, if anybody's listening to this now and they're humming and hawing, book it up before, you know, before it does. Get in there, yeah, let's get exactly. in there. Uh, did, did you get plenty of stuff from the gift shop, I hope? Well, I was a bit disappointed with the gift shop. Now, it was if, quite if small, could, yeah. That was none. They had a couple of T-shirts, and um, uh, I, I wasn't impressed now, really. Um, they said they had scarves, but they didn't, because um, they'd already sold out or whatever the case might be. Now, I, I picked up a few keychains and a couple of um, magnets. Uh, yeah. Sophie uh, bought a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was nothing like I would have bought um, like something like a mug that I could have brought home or something I could have had you know there was very little of that yeah now I suppose I, I had a notion of what I wanted to buy but then the alternative the other thing I will say is then it didn't seem to me that they were kind of you know 
they weren't money grabbing either. No, no, they weren't. They weren't pushing the gifts as far as I could. Uh, yeah, and they were missing a trick with what they had on show. That's what I'd say. I uh, I bought a pair of TCB socks. Actually, would you believe it? I'm actually wearing them today. <laughs> TCB oh, lift socks. Up the leg, let me see them, Steve. <laughs> I can't lift my leg that high. <laughs> <laughs> when, when they're when they're washed, I'll dangle them in front of the camera next week. Okay. <laughs> Kevin picked the same socks up. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> but he didn't buy them because they don't come in his size. <laughs> He'll be out through them in a short while. Hey, we, we we better discuss the topic anyway, which is the best song on the oh, 1957 yeah. Christmas album. So, I mean, I, I think I'll never, ever come across as eloquently as Brent or as knowledgeable as Dylan, but uh, I love Santa Claus back in town. Yeah. I just love it. I, I absolutely do. Because uh, I, for the same reasons that everybody else said, Blue Christmas is synonymous with Elvis. It's synonymous with Christmas and all the rest. But I think there's something behind it. There's um, there's a roughness without being. And that's not the word. No, there's um. It's pure Elvis. That's exactly it. Do you know what it is? It's Elvis personified. And to consider that that it was written, you know, and someone said, here, we need something to stick in here. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> and it became that. Now, partly because it was Elvis. I mean, Elvis could have sang the phone book and it would have been tremendous. Um, but it was. Uh, I, I always, always, always loved that. Um, no, that isn't to say that I wouldn't be upset about hearing any other of them songs, Steve, because, you know, once again, you're asking us impossible questions and, and we, you know, indulge you on a weekly basis. <laughs> um, and um, But no, it has to be. I love, I love all of them, as you know. And I, you know, but definitely, I think I think there's an Elvisness about us. Yes, it it just it personifies what he was in 1957. And I think he it? was enjoying it. Yeah, he was. Oh yeah, he was he was definitely enjoying uh, singing "Hang Up Your Pretty Stockings," "Turn Off the Light," "Santa Claus is Coming Down Your Chimney Tonight." There was definitely definitely sort of double entendres there, wasn't there? I oh, believe. Oh, there most certainly was. And do you know what? There's a lot of us there hoping that was us he was talking to. <laughs> right, young lady. Have a lovely Christmas and I'll uh, I'll speak to you in the new year. Uh, many happy returns to you, Steve, and to your family, your long-suffering wife and children. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> we're very grateful. And I must thank you for our early Christmas present. All right. Um, by allowing us um, and by taking time out of your Christmas not break to do not this. At not at all. So I, I, we're grateful. And watch him get all maddest now, people. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. You're all very right. good. Cheers, Priscilla. Bye-bye. Ciao, babes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, Jonathan. Hi, Steve. Hey, Jonathan. Good to speak to you. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. So, what do you think about this, uh, the best-selling Christmas album of all time? Uh, it's one of my favorite Christmas albums, of course. Of course. Well, 20 million people can't be wrong. Right. Over 20 million people. Right. And they keep release, re-releasing it. Uh, they do. And I just bought a Walmart's exclusive uh, re-release of this album. And I think it's blue vinyl, and blue vinyl in some type of way. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so it, it's, I love Elvis play it and... and Every Christmas or every, here now and then throughout the year, I play it just to listen to it. It's amazing how they Elvis is almost associated with Christmas and Christmas songs, isn't it? And yet, you know, he was supposed to be the rock and roll artist, and yet, you know, he, he's still associated with these these Christmas songs, like you know, 
White Christmas, I'll be home for Christmas. Well, not so much White Christmas because we know that the, the, the treatment that he gave it, Irving Berlin didn't like. I like it. Oh, I, I like it too. It's, it's, it's one of my top favorite Christmas songs. Yeah. I, I get it why he didn't like it, but... Especially I mean, when he especially I, when he really, really goes mad near the end there and really jazzes it up. You know. I love that. I love that part. I honestly I really do yeah. when he starts uh-huh, uh-huh, I yeah. love that part. Yeah, yeah, I do as well. <laughs> I do as well. And, and of course, um it wasn't all Christmas songs on that album. There was sort of ones that he'd recorded earlier on in the year to fill it out. You know, there'll be peace in the valley, valley, I believe, take my hand, precious Lord, and it is no oh, secret yeah, the what we can do. Yeah, the gospels. But again, they fit in with the Christmas theme, obviously. They do. Yes, they do. Um, yeah, they really do. I mean, those are great gospel songs, and and I like to listen here and then. So would you be picking Santa Claus is back in town then? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know. I think it's going to win. I thought Blue Christmas might win, but I'm I'm going to change my mind. I think it could be Santa Claus is back in town could win. <laughs> I mean, Blue Christmas, like everybody says, Blue Christmas is you know everybody knows it. You know, it's Elvis's. I think it's like the number one selling uh, single, and and now is the number one most played on Spotify and and all that you know music thing. But Santa Claus is back in town. It's just something about that song i just love it you know very bluesy very kind of jazzy as well and you know that piano intros and the as i said earlier on as well uh the piano solo by dudley i mean he oh, he, yes, he, he, pro- he probably made that up on the spot but great great and we probably did he probably improvised but it's you know mm. it sounded great it mm. sounds great it, it's amazing well, that's what that's what I I find I I find sometimes with modern recordings now they're too clinical because you know that they've sort of spent sort of weeks and weeks and weeks fine tuning them and everything and there's no spontaneity but there's definitely spontaneity with Dudley's solo that's for sure. Oh yeah, and you don't even know out of tune or anything. You know, mm. it, it didn't exist back in the day, but still, like, you don't need no out of tune. You know, Elvis's voice was great too. Yeah, just it's a shame that Elvis didn't sing it. F- didn't sing it fully at at the sixty eight comeback special. We yeah. just got a little glimpse of it. Now the the blue Christmas. You remember, remember we were saying earlier on about how he he asked Millie to do a funny sort of backing vocal on it, so they wouldn't release it. I actually like that backing that she's done. I think it's really quirky. I love it. Yeah, I like it too. It really fits the song, the mood. I know. I know Elvis said he didn't want to sing that song because I think at the time it was a silly song yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, I think he did tell Millie just sing whatever so it won't be part of the album. Mm. But to his surprise, it, they liked it. Yeah, yeah. It's funny like that, isn't it? Some some people say, oh, you know, they won't like that. And yet it becomes a really, really, really big success. I remember... Um, he did Baby Let's Play House and he did a bit of a, a yelp at the end of it and a laugh and everything like that, thinking that Sam Phillips wouldn't release it. And of course, Sam released Baby Let's Play House and yeah, it was... it was Yes, and same, same with Mystery Train at the end, you know, there's a little laugh, a little giggle. Yeah. And Sam, I guess, liked it too and released it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're, you're going you're, you're gonna to go for Santa Claus is Back in Town, yeah? Yeah, Santa Claus is back in town, 100% great. for sure. Great. Jonathan, have a great holiday, and uh, I'd like to say Merry Christmas to you. 
Oh, thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you too okay. also, Steve. All the best. Bye-bye now. Thank you too. Bye. The poll, the result of the poll is, of the poll, which is the best song on Elvis's 1957 Christmas album? 42% say Blue Christmas. Santa Claus is back in town, 33 I'll be home for Christmas, 16, and White Christmas, only 7%. Uh, I thought it would have been the other way around, actually, when the callers were telling me that uh, it was um, Santa Claus is back in town. I thought that one would win, but it came second. Thanks once again for joining me on Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel podcast. And I'd like to extend an invite to everybody listening to join me on Sunday's live shows on the YouTube channel. I'd love to hear from you during the call-in section when we discuss all things Elvis. That's all for this week. I'd like to take this opportunity to wish you all a happy and peaceful new year. And I hope you can join me next time for another podcast from Elvis, the ultimate fan channel.